0: Welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers. And I'm so pleased that you are here with us today. Making Disciples is a weekly podcast, it hits every Monday morning. So I hope you've subscribed so you get a notification when each episode has gone out. If you enjoyed today's today's episode, I would love it if you would share it, give it a thumbs up, comment on it, because it's a great way of, of us being able to get these interviews and short thoughts and talks, discipleship talks out there. Now Today's podcast episode is really fun. It's with Reverend Christopher Lee. Now, that is not Christopher Lee, the actor, because he passed away a number of years ago. This is the Reverend Chris Lee, and he's been described by the BBC as an internet sensation. He's been described as the hot priest doing 60-second sermons. Now, I'm going to leave that totally up to you, the hot priest thing. But what I will say is this. Chris has found himself in... A a moment in time where he has a great opportunity to share the gospel, the love of God, the grace of God, uh, the presence of God using Instagram, 60 second sermons. And he does it with such beautiful simplicity uh, that he is definitely worth kind of tracking down. So if you are on Instagram, go to Rev Chris 7 and you will find him there in his 60 second sermons. But friends, you know, if you find this interesting, then I would love it if you give it some thumbs up give us a comment, give us a share. Uh, So here, friends, is today's episode with Reverend Chris Lee exploring the internet, how we can use it, how he uses it, and how he's using it to get the gospel out there. So friends, I hope you find this helpful. Grace and peace. Christopher Lee, welcome to Making Disciples. It's so good to have you uh, with me today.
1: Oh, it's great to be here, Chris. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, inviting me to speak.
0: Hey, it's a pleasure. I want to just hop straight in because sure. I, I've got such a lot. I want to talk to you about social media um, right. because you have become a little bit known for your 60 Second Sermons. Yep, on Instagram, yep. and uh, you've been engaging with YouTube with a bunch of mates as well. Uh, so I just wanted to sort you know, how did you get involved with the social media stuff? What got you doing the sixty second sermons? How did you get pulled into YouTube? Just tell us a little bit of that story.
1: Yeah, it's quite so. It's interesting. So when I um I did a curacy at a, a church in central London, and then you know coming to the end of that curacy, I was like uh, the bishop was asking me to to look at different places. And um, eventually, I um, accepted the incumbency at where I'm at now, which is Saint Saviour's Church, uh, Wendell Park. And um, and when I came, I asked my my brother in law and his wife, who are really great, strong Christians, to come with us on to to kind of come with us on this adventure to see if we can um, just grow this church. And the church was probably about twelve people. They'd been in interregnum for. Um, Two and a bit years it was kind of it was a it was a difficult place the the people were tired they'd been just trying to keep the, the, the you know the roof on and the doors open and and they need they they were they didn't have the uh in a sense a consistent leadership so i came along and tried to just love them and and help them and um and i asked ollie and and lizzie to come with come with me anyway they 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 said yes um they came and lived with us and they and um. That was great, and uh, while he did this, he just started this YouTube channel um, called uh, Korean Englishman with a good friend of his called Josh, and um, so Josh ended up actually moving towards us as well um, and moved out here to West London, and the two of them set up their business around here and then would um, come and worship with us, and while they were doing this, um, they said, oh, Chris, we'd love you to come on, you know, to be on the channel with them. And um, and so I did. I went on and um, uh, I tried some Korean food because what they did is they they're, 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 they started this channel in which they would do a kind of cultural exchange thing where they would um, have English people experiencing Korean culture. Because I knew nothing about Korean culture, South Korean culture. Mm. And so I would try food and comment on it. And early on they said, Oh, we, why don't you just keep your collar on? Cause you know, the first time I did it was like during, after a service or something. And I said, should I change? And they were like, Oh no, keep your collar on. Uh, why not? And then, you know, it became my thing. I would just always wear my collar on the channel. And then I started to become quite popular. People were commenting on, on me, on uh, speaking, and they were, they were intrigued about me, uh, being a priest. And in a, um and it really it really grew like that and and I and suddenly my Instagram people would find me on my Instagram and, and my following started to increase and then as time got on and and the channel became really big and uh, really kind of um a, a, a big channel in in South Korea one of the biggest YouTubes in South Korea and they um you know I was kept coming on I was a consistent, member of the team in a sense and i would do videos and one particular video kicked off a change there's this thing called the Sunum, which is a exam that koreans do um children do i think they're 15 16 i'm not entirely sure maybe a little maybe a little bit older actually um, and, but anyway it's a huge exam in which dependent on how they do in that exam they get put into different universities so it's kind of like a ranking system, and it's quite brutal. It's like all or nothing. It's like how you do on this exam depends on how you don't apply to university. You just get offered a place. And depending on if you've done really well, you get the best, and if you've not done well, you kind of go down the the, the rankings. And so everything depends on this exam. And we, we tried to do some of this exam on one of their YouTubes, and um, it was – really difficult i mean we did the english stuff and it was ridiculously difficult but at the end of that youtube um video i they said oh look do you want to say a prayer uh, for the guys doing it? i just prayed i said lord you know bless everyone is doing this exam may they not find their identity in their results but find it in you and may they find um you know peace and um and strength in this time and that prayer really just hit a, a tone with every Everyone. And, it, you know, the reaction was, you know, uh, just quite overwhelming, people commenting on it, the fact that I prayed and the fact that it would really be helping them and the fact that we were trying to understand their stresses. And it really touched the chord with them. And then later on, the guys decided to start a second channel called Jolly. And um, and I was, again, the guest on that. And they wanted to do more of a kind of like a priest reacts kind of thing where I would react to popular culture or react to different things and what happened was um, I came on and and we did a a reaction video to Ariana Grande's God is a woman which is a kind of you know um, her pushing the boat out being autistic and maybe being a little bit controversial you know God is a woman and what does that mean And, um, and there was a reaction you know from the church in different ways especially in America on that And they wanted my reaction to it. So I came on and spoke in a very kind of non-judgmental but open manner about my faith and about Ariana Grande and the video and the music. Anyway, that video went viral and got, you know, I think it's got millions of views. It's now on maybe 12, 10 million, I don't know, views. And it was suddenly was like my Instagram then got piled in, like people from all over the world following me on Instagram. And suddenly I... I was like, it, it hit me. And it was one of those, like, I had to grab something quite solid next to me, you know, like I had to put my hand against the wall to feel grounded because it hit me that suddenly hundreds of thousands of people, um, millions in fact, were listening to me talking about Christ and people who didn't have an opportunity often to listen to the teachings of Jesus. And they were listening to me. Um, and you know, my Instagram, you know, was going up, you know, 4,000 a week. And um, I was suddenly aware that I had this platform and this opportunity to speak the hope of the gospel into a lost generation. You know, these, my main following is 17 to 25 year olds. Um, And um, that is the, the generation that's really not in church. And so I decided to, to to be a bit more focused on what i would share on my instagram and how i would communicate the gospel and and then one day it wasn't even planned it was just like i thought oh i'll give a little mini sermon perhaps and then i was like oh i've only got 60 seconds and then i was like oh let's just call it 60 second sermon it was literally just off the cuff oh hey rev chris 60 second sermon and um and i just did this little sermon and then Loads of people were like, oh, this is great. Keep them coming. And then it became a thing. And I just started to do 60-second mm. sermons, and I do them maybe three times a week. Just little thoughts, little mini, mini theological reflections. And that's kind of a big word, but really it's just like the way in which God spoke, speaks to me, yeah. the things that I think about God. um, And that's just really hit a chord with people. And, um, yeah, um, the social media now is... You know, I get over a million impressions a week. Um, hundreds of thousands of of movements to my Instagram every uh, week. It's kind of crazy and daunting and exciting yeah. and challenging yeah. and terrifying and wonderful. And you know, it's it's great.
0: Yeah, I, I love <laughs> the way that you just said you had to hold on to something. How? You know, one of the questions I guess it'd be worth asking is how do you? Young people are so desperate for likes to be wanted to be viewed. Um, how do you keep that sense of uh, connectedness to the reality of life, uh, to to what is in some ways a digital? I don't know. It's not it's not a false world, or it is a part of our world, but it's also separate from the reality of life in some ways. There's there's the projection, and then there's the reality of who we are. How do you stay kind of grounded with family and and everything in that so you just don't get completely off your head in like oh there's all these people watching me
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I think there's a couple of things to that question I think I suppose one of the things you're asking there is you know how do I just not get too absorbed into Instagram but potentially another question is how do I not become too arrogant and too full of myself because you know the comments are very encouraging and Someone challenged me recently, and they were like, "Seems a bit like idol worship, Chris. You know, these people commenting how much they love you and all this." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't know what it is," but firstly, I have this thing called the Young Franciscans, um, which grounds me in prayer, and so mm. the Lord, really in His wisdom, yeah, I'm going to sneeze. I think no, I'm not it's gone. <laughs> uh, helped me form a community around myself. Um, So I'm a third order Franciscan. I started a young Franciscan community and we do daily prayer um, and I live by a rule of life. So there's a connected point with Christ and community that I have very locally, which keeps me um, grounded. And also I've got two daughters and a very strong wife. So, you know, if I get too big for my boots, you know, I'm just, I have to change, you know, I'm changing nappies. I might get, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 likes on a post but I'm you know <laughs> elbow deep in feces as well and and wiping bums and you know putting my daughter in the bath or on the loo yeah. um, and if I ever do a self-indulgent selfie my wife would be like take that down That's was completely yeah. so we uh
0: you
1: know we have
0: but well, the, the other uh, thing is that the whole the whole digital youtube world is so fickle at the same time in that I, I mentioned my son he'll, he'll hate this but uh, he's been recording himself on YouTube for a good long while now, making little videos of him playing Fortnite, and oh, um, yeah. and then he 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 makes this re-edit. It gets probably a hundred views a video, kind of something. Yeah. But then he get makes this re-edit of, the, of Peppa Pig, and does a different voiceover on Peppa Pig, and pings it up there. Next thing is, you no, know, he's got fifteen thousand views of this video, <laughs> and he's like, like, "What? What is this? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: uh, this is something really just fickle, and uh, and people want it." Mm-hmm. and uh so we tried one well, with thomas the tank uh but that, that actually bombed that bombed that didn't that didn't work um, so it, it is a fickle world isn't it which is kind of what i want to kind of go into like for social you know social media youtube so much of instagram it's it's a cesspool of weird stuff yeah and uh you know personally i have an instagram page that's, that's rabbi rogers chris rogers and i also have one that's um a secret one that i use for my secret hobby and i put Things up for my hobby, and my hobby Instagram has got four times the number of followers than my yeah. real one. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so the, the internet is this cesspool of weird stuff. How do we as Christians navigate this changing landscape? Like, do you have a, a feeling of what what's going on and how we as Christians engage with social media, not just in creating content, but in the sense of being consumers of content? <sighs>
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a really interesting world. Um, the Lord really spoke to me about what he wants me to do on this space. Um, one day I was kind of praying and thinking through, you know, Lord, what's going on? Why why, why what, what am I doing here? And uh, I was reading Acts and in Acts 17, um, Paul is um, in Athens. And he's moving around Athens, and he goes um, and speaks to the people um, in front of this thing called the Areopagus. Mm, mm. And um, we all know, like he he speaks to them about the unknown god. Um, and uh, he says, you know, you guys are you guys are wise, like you you talk about this unknown god, but let me tell you about what it is. And the Lord spoke to me because just before he says that it says he goes to the area of the area of the Pagus where all the nations gathered and they did nothing but share the latest ideas. And it was like, boom, the Lord just was like, this is social media where the nations gather. They do nothing, but they share the latest ideas. Mm. And I want you to speak into this about what is many people's unknown God. And I want you to, to tell them about the hope of Christ. Mm. So that is just hit me off the page. You know, the way the Lord does now and again, when you read yeah. something it's yeah. like lightning into you. So I know that I'm called to invade this space with the gospel, with the light of Christ. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I think Instagram in a sense is not evil. You know, social media is not evil. I think it's a, tool and i think often these tools get used for superficiality and they turn into um a, you know as you described it they can turn into like a cesspool um and another avenue of consumerism but uh, also i think that there is a growing generation um my you know my daughters will be in it where people generally are living with a another part of themselves online and that you know there is avatars that people have online which are re- they really see as part of themselves and the internet is a place where you know communities are forming which can take on aspects i would say where there is a real sharing now obviously ultimately in the end i think that you need personal person to person interaction um for development of um you know that if you need it you can't eat online you know but you can share personal stuff you can like people there are communities of gamers who know so much and share so much about themselves with each other gaming online like team sports for online in ways that to be honest, i don't really understand but i know that they gain a lot of this of their uh, uh, encouragement or or, or um, friendship by sharing these things online. So there is elements that I think we are needing to learn about what it looks like to have genuine community because I think as humans we seek out relationship, we seek out community and I think the internet is a space where we're not quite there yet but we are moving towards genuine new types of form- formational relationships online. So I don't want to just be like oh it's a bad place and it's just you know, uh, this, that, the other. I want to be like, well, how do we as the church engage in that in a positive way to share life, to share the hope of Christ? My Instagram is about pointing to Christ, not pointing to myself. Because a lot of Instagram is about look at me, look how well I'm doing or look what I'm eating or look at my holiday, look how good my life is. But I try and vague that space and say, look at Christ. You know, people say, oh, look how beautiful I am. I'm saying to the people who view my stuff, you are beautiful. You are valued because of the one who created you, who says you're beautiful, who says you're valued. I think we just we just have to be engaged with it, It, Mm. whether we whether we like it or not. It's where young people are. It's where they're meeting. And Mm. we have a message. And that message is a message of hope. And it's a great and glorious and good message. And we should be spreading it as, as, mm. as, as we can. And I try and do that with what I kind of encourage others to do is like humble confidence, confidence in Jesus, confidence in our message, but with a humility that's, that isn't seeking to mm. say, oh, come over here or do this, but with a humility that says, mm. you know what, you're precious. And this is good news. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I try and do.
0: I often say to people who are um, on Instagram or, or you, you know, on uh, YouTube or Twitter, you know, whatever, um, before you post something, it's worth asking yourself, and I use the word think as a bit of an acronym, that, you know, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Yeah. Is it needed? And is it kind? And I think there is something, you know, Jesus calls us salt and light, doesn't he? And how, yeah. how do we... Live in such a beautiful way that we captivate people by the way that we live, and that's not by posting the most beautiful photographs, maybe, but how do you honestly show your life in such a way yeah. that you point people to this faith that you hold? Uh, you know, what what tip would you give to a, a young person yeah. who's starting to post things on on Instagram? They're getting a bit of traction; people are interested in them, and. Yeah they're watching them, you know, what would your tip be really about what they're posting and how they can use that?
1: Well, I mean, I, like I, I said, I think confidence is super intense. Like, often as Christians, we get so intense. We're like, I must save souls. And then you start being like, quoting like thousands of verses of scripture. And it just turns people off. They're just, they're just so used to being sold stuff that they're just not interested. I think you just have to be natural and authentic. Like like when God speaks to you, share it and and say, oh, you know what? I woke up this morning and had this crazy dream. And then like I felt it was God or something like that. Like mm. how you share it is important. Or you're walking down and you see something you're like, look how beautiful um, that tree is. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but that really reminds me to be founded. Um, and, you know, you you don't have to be like, oh, you know, isaiah 45 and then quote loads of scripture and say i don't know I, I think you just have to be authentic like how would you speak to a friend how do we speak to our christian friends in faith about our faith and then you know, do it that way rather than then think you have to speak to this person below you you know about and try and hook them up to to your level i think we can come across sometimes as patronizing mm. we can come come across sometimes as cringy um we just have to be real and authentic. And I think I think practice is good, like just keep doing it. Um is important. I think putting an odd scripture out is fine, you know, or oh, this really spoke to me today. Do put it out there. Um, but I I just think we we can we can start by trying to be too intense and sometimes even putting on a weird kind of preaching voice where we're like when we share something deep, we're like, you know. I used to do that when I was at theological coach my wife was like, I heard you when you first started preaching, I had a preacher's voice. Like I had this voice that I thought I should sound like, but it really wasn't authentically me. And it took me a while to discover my true voice. So I think that's probably a good thing as well. Like just give yourself a little bit of grace and know that maybe you'll get there, but just keep doing it. And mm. yeah, don't, you, don't, you don't have to be too intense.
0: Do you think, daft question. Okay. Totally daft question. Sure. Uh, do you think Jesus would be yeah. on social media? If Jesus was ministering yeah. now, yeah, would Jesus be on social media? And if so, how would he use it?
1: So I mean, there's loads of layers there. So firstly, I mean, yeah, definitely in ways that any if Jesus was here, people would be filming and sharing. You know what I mean? That 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 he'd be on social media whether he wanted to be or not. Instead, people would be filming and sharing. He'd be on social that way. Would he have his own personal? Uh I think you know who knows maybe um uh yeah you, you know jesus jesus it was key to him to have circles of people, so he had you know uh the seventy two he set out like a large number of disciples he, he has twelve uh who are closer to him, and then he has the three James John of people who is close to him, and then he has the father in him. Hmm. So he has these circles of spheres around him, um, each with more intimacy. Um, so I think that, yeah, there would be uh, a level in which he'd probably have uh, then a sphere outside the mm. set. I,
0: yeah, I think I've kind of landed, <laughs> I've been reflecting on this myself. I've kind of landed in the same place in that I, I actually don't think Jesus would have his own Instagram on YouTube. I think yeah. everybody around him would be documenting Jesus and the way that he lived. Yeah. And you, you know, why do I say that? Jesus never wrote a book. He never wrote a yeah. policy. He never wrote down his teachings. He never recorded yeah. them because his disciples did. Yeah, And, and if, if Christ is so beautiful, then others are going to want to watch him. Yeah. And people want to document that. And they want to run round lakes to get to where Jesus is because they want to they hear what he has to say. And my kind of feeling is that probably he, he wouldn't have those things, but not because he was anti them. Because yeah. he actually didn't need them because others were documenting him for him.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: I think there's something in that as well that gives the credibility to the gospel, isn't it? It isn't what Jesus wrote that we read. We read what Jesus said, documented by those that heard him. Yeah, And, and there's something in that that makes you go, it's not just what he says, it's the people around that go, wow, what he's teaching as well, that inspire me. I'm as inspired yeah. by the disciples as uh, Christ. Yeah. um yeah just hey chris i'm i'm so grateful for your time and yeah, no worries, uh, where where like you mentioned jolly and yeah. uh, do you just want to give us like what are those channels that you mentioned earlier
1: uh yeah so korean englishman is um one channel and then jolly j-o-l-l-y is another channel and then my instagram is chris7 um and yeah just come and come and come and see and share and like whatever you want to do and um I, I, a lot of people are, are it's so encouraging hearing like unchurched and de people coming back and, and speaking to me and sending me messages saying how much it, they've been helped um so yeah.
0: Chris I love, can, I, I love, can I can I can I give you a little bit of I don't, people probably say this to you but yeah. um it's not just what you say it's how you carry yourself
1: Okay. OK. And I think
0: the the stuff that you put out there is inspiring, not not just for the words you say, but it's, yeah. it is evident that it's a message that you carry with with such. It's not a weight in sense of heaviness, but a weight in sense of a pleasure that you. this is what you're bringing and the way you carry yourself so humbly in it is actually mm. the thing that gives you the greatest credibility as well.
1: Uh, that's so, really kind
0: of... um and and that's that's not just me saying that. That's what that's what the crew, the other guys around, um, you know, we're a part of, a, of the same kind of church network. And yeah. and what those guys say about you, Chris, is is Chris's message is not just what he says; it's what he carries and how he lives and how he's anchored in mm. prayer. And actually, all yeah. of that um, is just this beautiful in has this beautiful integrity to it yeah so oh, wow. so thank you for for being uh, you in that um <laughs> That's very it's kind, it's, you. it's 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 real and honest not um not presented it's great so thank you so much and thank you so much for your time i know no you're obvious. going on to midday communion so i'm gonna let you go but yeah uh, yeah go
1: across to Chris. chris now, thank
0: man. you so much thank you so much grace and peace
1: yeah bless you chris thank you so much buddy